0: Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of Hooked on Homeschool. You are going to be in for a real treat today because I have on Julia. She has been homeschooling for seven years. She's been homeschooling her two kids, ages 13 and 5. But what's so great about her is she actually gave up a second job, or actually her job, I should say a second income, so that way she could stay home and homeschool her children. She actually hated school growing up and didn't think she would like homeschooling, but turns out she is in love with homeschooling. Schooling, being with her family, teaching her children, and instilling the right values that she wants for her family. She also does it on a budget, so this is going to be a jam-packed episode with lots of information for you if you are ready to homeschool. Hi, friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night, and are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from Hot Mess Express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. So today we have Miss Julia. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I am doing great. I'm doing great. Awesome. So thanks so much for being on the show and we are going to go ahead and get right to it. So the first question I always want to ask is what made you want to homeschool? Oh, my goodness. Um, I was the
1: typical person that thought that I couldn't do it. I, I never planned to homeschool. I was probably the least, least likely to homeschool. If you were to look at my people, what people would vote me for for seniors back in high school, they would have said, no, she would never homeschool. So I'm the typical person that I could talk anyone into homeschooling because I had to talk myself into it. And my husband talked me into it. But the reason why we homeschool is we just were disappointed with the quality of the public school system, even though we went, we were um, in a top rated public school system. We just, the benefits of homeschooling totally outweighed the public school system. So
0: that is so amazing because I think that's what everybody talks about, that homeschooling is just such a, a better quality of education. So what was your biggest struggle when you first started? When I first started, I was totally overwhelmed
1: with all the curriculum choices. By the time I started homeschooling, which is like, I don't know, 2016 or 17, I literally was like, um, okay, I've got to mimic exactly i got to like set up a school room in my house and i've got to do everything like public school and 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 that is such a misconception um and so now 6 years into it i feel so free because we've created our uh the homeschool style that fits our family perfectly And so anybody can do it. Anybody can homeschool. And I would just say the challenge for me in the very beginning was feeling like you have to copy the public school schedule and the public school day and try to be like a teacher and things like that. And I'm not even a teacher personality. I'm a creative personality. And it actually has caused me to be an amazing homeschool teacher.
0: So if someone had that same feeling, they were kind of like, I'm not a teacher. How in the world am I going to teach my child? What would be the best advice that you would give them? Well, what's interesting is my husband is the teacher personality.
1: He was talking to me. You know what? He said, you know what, Julia? I really think we should homeschool our daughter. She went to kindergarten and first grade in public school. And when we decided to homeschool, she was in second grade. And he just basically talked me into it because we were t- discussing at home about all of the benefits and like the freedom of the schedule. And um, also we love to travel. And so he was really talking me into it by telling me all of these great benefits. He was never homeschooled and neither was I. So we were totally new at it. But what's great is by the time we started homeschooling, I think in this 21st century, we are such a an advanced just homeschool uh, time where there's so much out there, there's so much curriculum, there's so many learning YouTube videos, even just for parents to learn how to homeschool. I feel like there's a lot of just resources that will make you feel like you can win. And even if you start from scratch.
0: So being that you want to homeschool and your husband wanted to homeschool, I'm sure there was uh, some values you wanted to teach, right, to your children. Was that mainly... Uh, why you wanted to homeschool. So let us know kind of what that's about. Like what values do you want to teach your children? And I guess you didn't think that they were actually teaching those in, in school, did you? No. And back at that time, actually, it
1: wasn't as uh, crazy as culture has become now in 2023. But basically when we decided six years ago, we were like, wow, what if we could be our children's teacher and the most influential adult in their life for eight hours a day. And actually, with our homeschool schedule, it's only a few hours of homeschooling a day, which is awesome. And a lot of activities and fun and learning and a lot of physical activity and playtime. But basically, our values were very unique because we are a ministry family. So we've been in full-time ministry for, at that time, more than 15 years and so we have a very conservative worldview and we knew that the public school system did not necessarily, once in a while, we'd find a public teacher that definitely had a conservative worldview, but they are very limited to the school system on what they can teach in the curriculum. And we knew that we wanted to give our, our children our core values, our beliefs, and not put them in a bubble and not shelter them, but to give them a start in life that is that matches our core values as a family.
0: And so, can you give any examples of kind of how you would incorporate your values during the day in your curricula, maybe in your, you know, routine, your schedule? Yeah, absolutely. So, basically our school
1: time looks very different from the public school system because when, when we decided to add our core values, it's how we start the day that makes the biggest difference. When we were in public school system, we noticed that our mornings were very rushed, very stressful. We would have to wake her up really early to have any type of like devotion time, reading time, journaling time, any type of family time, like family breakfast or anything like that. We're big on spending a, a lot of time as a family together. I think I think in today's culture, there's a real lack of um, having mealtimes together as a family and not doing everything on the fly and everything in the car, (laughs) trying to get everybody to everywhere. I think that actually sitting down as a family and having meals is so strong for children's self-esteem. And so for our core values, I would say what sets our homeschooled apart in our conservative values and Christian uh, beliefs is that she, our oldest daughter, who's 13, who's in seventh grade right now, my four-year-old doesn't necessarily start with devotions like my 13 year old does. It looks very different for pre-K, but my seventh grader, basically she starts with awesome music. So worship and praise music, and just really starts the day on a happy in a happy mood because before, even before breakfast, even before any schoolwork starts, we're getting a calm mode in the house and, and it's very, very positive Instead of being so rushed like we used to do in the public school system. And then she will actually, she does a lot of piano in the mornings. And then this, it's creative, not necessarily a lesson yet. And she does Bible reading. She, she'll do a devotional, daily devotional, whether it's digital or a book and she'll do a lot of journaling. So I just feel like she comes to approach her schoolwork in a very grounded level positive way because she's been spiritually feeding herself. So that's, I would say that's the biggest difference in our conservative Christian homeschool. And then if we run into a problem in the day, sometimes we'll just have a, we'll have a girl meeting. It's just me and the two girls. So, and if my husband's working, you know, he usually works Monday through Friday during the day. So we'll have a meeting usually just like, hey, how's it going? Or why are we having this issue? And if she gets, if my seventh grader gets frustrated at any point, we know, hey, we just need to come back to getting in that positive mood. And, and sometimes we put that music back on, even in even in the middle of the day. Sometimes you just need that break. And then, you know, just reminding her that she is, is strong on the inside and, and whatever challenge we face, we can get through it together.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so great. And she has her mom there to help her. So you get to teacher instead of if she's maybe was at school getting frustrated, she has her peers to help her through. And who knows what your peers are actually telling you, right? Yeah. So you unpacked a lot there. So that was kind of the next question I was going to ask is you had some really great stuff. What curriculum do you you use? What are some of the things you use during the day? It seems like you have a full day already of devotion and singing and music and dancing. Boy, I would just stop there. But uh, yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. In fact, you can really tell a
1: difference when you when we don't like if we wake up late or if there's any reason why we don't start with devotions and music and journaling, if we skip that, the day goes way worse. <laughs> so that's something to try. If you're new at this, it's so good to
0: try just that time where you're where you're building your spirit. Music is a big thing. I I always play music in the morning. I really like the kids to get up and move and dance. And sometimes they're like, mom, I don't want to listen to music. you know. And it's like, no, we got to move around. It really can get you in a good mood because sometimes if they just sit there and want to watch TV, which is just so easy, but mindless, it changes. And you've got to find the
1: music they love because I feel like some people really like the calming music, Some people need like that upbeat music. So you just find what your child really loves, what kind of makes their heart come alive a little bit. So the curriculum, I would definitely say we went on a journey because when we started, I didn't know anything. And so we started with an online public school, basically system online, because I just wanted to learn. It was my first year homeschooling. I didn't know what to do. I felt like I want to get some type of schedule and rhythm going and what we found out after the first year of doing the online public school was that it was so overwhelming there was so much paperwork and what I didn't realize was that when you do it yourself pick your own curriculum that you have so much freedom I mean just so much freedom it's kind of like you know standing on the edge of a cliff a little bit for new new homeschool parents where you're like I don't what if I pick the wrong curriculum you have all these worries I think the majority of parents that want to homeschool they don't want Fail their child, their children. They want to do a good job. They they don't they don't want to be responsible for their children getting behind or anything like that. You want to do the best you can. All parents I'm finding just want to give their kid the best education possible, and that's why so many people pay for big buck, big bucks for the big schools and big colleges. But basically, I would define us as eclectic because we use many different curriculums that just fit our our children for the certain subjects so there are some subjects that are just kind of electives that we just use library books for so i would describe us as eclectic and also we are extreme budgeting we're on a budget so we are not the type of people that spend thousands upon thousands on full curriculums of basically one company for all subjects i love the variety that my daughter gets From we basically got our start, what made us eclectic is that we got our start by borrowing books from friends, going to the library and checking a bunch of stuff out, and going to curriculum swaps and sales and basically we didn't know our children's learning style and i think the first year it should really just be learn the parent learning the parent learning how does my child learn is are they a visual learner are they a book are they a bookworm are are they do they love everything online so really you need to find out just what makes your child tick and also we loved like the freedom of of if we really hate curriculum for like say math which we did. We started with some textbooks and she hated it. And what's interesting is I was like, no, all we got to do is scrap what we have because we didn't spend much on it. And like we were willing to spend a little bit, but not like thousands. So when we, if we found out she hated something, really give it a good try, really tried it for several months and just hated it. We, we found other ways of learning. So we switched to online math, from textbook math, and she thrived and she found out that she liked math. And I think that is like crucial for all homeschool parents. It's not necessarily the kid always that's that's the issue when they hate something. Sometimes you need to be creative and, and think out of the box and, and try different curriculum and try different ways of learning, and you find out the kid likes it after all.
0: Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. Yeah, you just have to find out what they like and what works for them. And you know, you had said your first year you have to try different things and you may find things you like and and you're probably going to find things you do not like. It's probably going to be rare that you're going to find the best curriculum the first time around. And what's hard as a as a as a new homeschool mom, you'll ask different people and everybody's going to have a different answer and you're just thinking like Well, if this was so good, why isn't everybody using it? It's very hard to find the same moms using the same curriculum. And so you can't think what's the best because everyone's using something different. You just have to think, what is the best that I can do right now? What if your child doesn't like you just change and and you can find free stuff. You can find books, free books. Even if you do an online homeschool curriculum, sometimes they're just $30 a month. And if it doesn't work, you just cancel it. It kind of makes it easy.
1: Really, if someone is saying, oh, you know, homeschooling is too expensive, I can debunk that right now because we were on a, I basically stopped working from home in order to choose to homeschool my child. So we gave up a second income to start homeschooling and we decided it was worth the money. It was worth the the loss of money because what we were building into our child was worth it. And so I will I will call myself the classic bargain hunter for curriculum. Like I I've always been a bargain hunter for everything whether whether it's fashion or anything, but I noticed that those skills came in handy with curriculum because literally we would find maybe her favorite style like for example, my father's world is a Christian curriculum that we really like, but it's really expensive. I found full brand new textbooks on bargain websites. So I would find basically like new or completely new curriculum. And so I didn't. I could save on cost, but not cut
0: the quality. Yeah, because somebody else could have taken that and then not liked the program at all. So here you have brand new books that someone's trying to get rid of, or maybe they decided to put their kids in public school and they bought this curriculum and they need to get rid of it. So there's definitely lots of ways. We've homeschooled in many cities, like many, many cities. So we homeschooled, we started homeschooling
1: in Florida, then we homeschooled in Nashville, Tennessee, and now we're homeschooling in Colorado. So we, and we actually did a little, little homeschooling in Arkansas. So we've, as you can see, we're travelers. We love to um, travel, but everywhere that we've moved, I found that kind of an anchor for us, was finding local co-op groups, finding local homeschool groups, usually starting with Facebook, which is how I found you, by the way. And also finding the groups that meet up locally because I've, as I just ask questions to other homeschool moms, especially ones that have homeschooled for a very long time, they always had ideas. They always, I could just pick their brain And so I just felt like co-ops were that anchor where I, my daughters could make friends, but also I was making friends and getting ideas. And a lot of them usually would give out free curriculum or trade curriculum. And so that really was a starting point wherever we lived.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, you can always find resources. Okay, so so you had mentioned that since you moved around a lot. That's the question I'm sure everyone always asks, what about socialization? So, so it it's kind of you're moving around, it's hard for your daughter to maybe make friends. So tell us how your daughter is getting socialized. Oh, yeah. I love this subject
1: because I feel like what's so cool about our homeschool is anything you see lacking in your children or anything you see really lacking in society, you can impart in your homeschool. So we added a bunch of fun subjects. So for example, our typical week will be all of her main subjects reading, writing, arithmetic, Monday through Thursday, and then Fridays are our elective days. And so elective days on Friday, she really looks forward to it. She gets a break from math one day a week, and she gets to do all the fun subjects. So we try to study a foreign language, Spanish or French, We and one of our main electives that we love so much is etiquette. So we actually teach etiquette because I just feel like it's kind of a lost art form. And I feel like they're definitely not teaching it in public schools. And then along with etiquette, we do home ec. And so even I would say with boys or girls, they need to know how to do things around the house. They need to know how to cook a basic meal. They need to know life skills. So I would actually call it life skills. So it's not necessarily based on gender or anything like that. When I was in home ec, I was like, oh, I'm ready to put an apron on and like be a little housewife or whatever. But basically... I think every child needs life skills and as they grow older, my daughter's in seventh grade now, we've been adding more mature life skills to where she needs to learn before she graduates.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's so cool that she gets, and then I'm sure on some Fridays you might decide just to do nothing, have a movie day, just do absolutely nothing. That's the beauty of the freedom of homeschooling. It's
1: like, I feel like When you run into a really bad day, so maybe people didn't get enough sleep. Maybe people are feeling under the weather. (laughs) It could be any reason. Maybe the day is just all. You ever have a day where you just feel like nothing is going right? I feel like have a reset button. So we do a reset button if we really. It's only maybe a few times a year ends up adding up. But we will pop popcorn, go to the dollar store and get some candy and literally have a movie day. And the kid, what's great about that is public school can't offer that because you see the needs of your child. You see what your child needs that day. If they need a break, give them a break. And we also do some a lot of homeschooling that's kind of homeschool light over the summer so that we have flexibility throughout the year. So we're not rushed to be, to. to oh, we can't miss any days. So now we have to do it every day. So our kids seem to be... They keep that discipline and they don't forget what they learn if we do a few days a week during the summer just brushing up on some of their subjects. But you asked me before socialization. I believe that the homeschool kids that I've met that are in our circle of friends and my kids with their socialization, I believe are even more socialized than than most of the public school students I see. So, I'm going to debunk that myth because literally I feel like most people are like, "Well, what are your kids going to do?" You know, I feel like a lot of adults, especially maybe in the grandparent generation and maybe some aunts and uncles, you always have maybe some skeptics out there that are saying, "Well, if your kids aren't going to school every day hanging out with other kids how in the world are they going to be socialized but I feel like you need to choose as a home who do you want your kids really to be socializing with and really my kids see other people all the time we're always hanging out at local parks doing co-ops which is basically hanging out with a bunch of other it could be dozens to hundreds depending on how big the co-op is of other homeschool families What's really awesome is you can pick a co-op that also matches your conservative values. You can pick any co-op. They even have nature co-ops and hiking co-ops and all this stuff. But I would say I feel so fortunate to homeschool because my girls are getting a positive socialization to where I don't control everybody that is around my child. I, I don't put my kid in a bubble. They're allowed to talk to people at the park and socialize. But... The majority of the people influencing my children's lives are the people that share our values. And also, we are teaching them the social skills of how to handle people that maybe have different opinions, um, how to be a blessing and how to serve others and how to love other people, even if there's different beliefs. But also, there's a difference between who you let impact your heart and, uh, you know, the close friends that you make. Sometimes when you're in public school, you don't even get to choose. You, you're forced to be with the same people and sit in the same seat next to the same person. That could that could be a bully. You know, that could be someone that's just very, very negative. We had that experience with my uh, seventh grade daughter uh, to where she was like, man, the girl that I really got close to is really negatively affecting my life. She was just very, very down on herself. And since she had low self-esteem, that, self, that low self-esteem was rubbing off on my daughter. And so I think you can build amazing self-esteem in your own children and how, and let them be a positive impact on other people and spread good self-esteem to other people.
0: Yeah, that's so true because we're really building their character as well. We're not just like sending them to school so they can learn, but it's if they're around someone who's putting negativity on them and they're going to attach to that negativity and it's it's really not good. So yeah, the whole socialization, I, I wonder if it's kind of shifting. I wonder if pe- people are still still wondering about that. So if you are a homeschool mom and you are wondering if your kid is going to get socialized, it will happen. It's not not going to happen. I've never met a homeschool mom That said, my child isn't socialized. However, there are some kids, just like there are some kids that go to public school and probably do not talk to anybody and are just quiet, reserved kids. They go to school, they do their thing, they go home. You can absolutely have a homeschool child that wants to just hang out at home all day, maybe talk on the friends with some friend, talk on the phone with some friends. So it could go either way, but for the majority, there is so many homeschool groups, co-ops, everything, just like you said, that you do not have to worry about socialization. We will make sure your child is socialized.
1: Yeah, and since we're a ministry family, I would say going to church every Sunday—that's a huge social circle. And then my seventh grade is a seventh grader is uh, very active in her youth group every week, so that would—that's awesome.
0: Yeah, so you know what—that's that's a lot of socialization there. So you discussed a little bit of your routine Monday through Thursday. Just real quick, just kind of recap: what is what is your what is your day a little bit like? What do you, what does it start out like? So really fast, basically we get up.
1: Normally at 8 30, and then um, she does her, uh, go, comes down for a drink and then does her um, music and journaling and prayer time and devotional time. And then she'll eat breakfast. Then we will start her math online and then she'll do the other basic subjects. We do language arts and all kinds of this stuff. Science, civics right now is actually required in Colorado. So she does civics and history. But basically, Monday through Thursday look very, very the same. And then Friday is uh, is the same devotional type of t- type of time and breakfast, but there's a lot more fun subjects on
0: Friday. And so, how long do you actually? Would how long would you say when she starts her school to the end of her school day? I would say she probably starts around ten a.m. and is done by like one p.m. Love it. Look at that. Yeah.
1: So we have so much freedom.
0: Yes. It's, it's amazing. And she gets to actually explore, find out what her true gifts, her true passions are. And that's a lot of times you don't get when you send your kids to school all day. Okay. And so the last thing is, what would you say some words of wisdom are if you were to tell some moms homeschooling, they are listening to this and it's in their heart. They're praying every night, but just to make that leap, they are just struggling. They just can't seem to do it because they're afraid to take that leap. What is some advice that you would have to say for that new mom? I would say you
1: are gifted, like God chose you to be your child's parent for a reason. Like you are their perfect parent. There's nobody else that can parent them better than you. And so you know them better than anyone and you, you will get to learn their, their learning style that helps them thrive. Also, you can add their, their passions and their interests into their learning. And for example, my daughter did felineology because she was obsessed with cats back in fifth grade. So instead of doing science, she did felineology and we learned everything there was to do with a cat. And then a few years later, she actually got her first pet, which was a cat. And so, and then uh, find their fun activities also. Um, so, you know, music lessons, gymnastics. Co- we do a lot of cooking lessons. You can find videos online that will support any awesome passion or interest. And so basically... And also be flexible. Be willing to change up your curriculum if it's not working. be You are the boss. You are in charge. That's what's so awesome. There's no one else that can tell you how to do it. You can basically find out what's best for your child and thrive and have fun
0: and laugh and actually love school. Yes, yes. And that's the whole thing. You want to have them love school, love their life, have fun with you, get excited, make your week fun and not have all that hustle and bustle of the school week. So thank you so much, Julia. I really enjoy speaking with you. I think the listeners are really going to love this one. You have a lot of excitement. We could tell that you really, really love homeschooling. And thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Until next time. Thank you. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling!